T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, good afternoon. Glad to have you with us today. And uh, we are heading into a weekend, of course. Two weeks from today is Christmas Day. Believe that or not, that's unbelievable. And uh, we are due back in here, by the way, on Christmas Eve. That's uh, the schedule as I see it here at uh, 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Also, 106.3 WORD.com, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. We have... The Ingalls Advantage talk line for you at 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063. We'd love to hear from you. The uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307-71307. Oh, a reminder, every Sunday evening here at 106.3 WORD from 8 till 10 p.m., they run a program called The Best of Bohannon. Some shows that uh, I do that aren't heard otherwise here. And this uh, Sunday, just as a reminder, at uh, at 10 p.m., I'm going to be talking about Hunter Biden uh, with Frank uh, Sorrentino, who is uh, the author of Presidential Power and the American Political System. That's at 8 on Sunday. Then at 9, uh, uh, Dean Finelli will be talking about this uh, Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine and uh, uh, the pluses and minuses of that. Now, a call from uh, Donna on uh, her cellular phone. Uh, hello, Donna. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Sure. We are organizing a caravan in support of President Trump for tomorrow at 1130. We're going to meet at Roscoe's service station on Highway 25 in Zirconia, North Carolina. We plan to drive through downtown Hendersonville and then back down the mountain through Greenville, time permitting through Easley and Pickens. And we would love for anyone to join us uh, with your flags or just as part of the caravan. All right. Now that now that came out pretty fast there, so let's repeat that so the people can get that. There is a caravan that's being organized for tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. in support of President Trump, and that'll be at Roscoe's service station, which is located on Highway what? Highway 25 in Zirconia, North Carolina. It's just across the South Carolina line, past the Cliffs communities, going up okay. the mountain. And it'll it'll go to uh, Hendersonville and uh, where else? And then we'll come back down Highway 25 and go in through Traveler's Rest and then downtown Greenville. And time permitting, we will go through Easley and Pickens. 
Okay. If there's any questions, easily. I'd be glad to. Okay. There's not a website, I guess, where people can go uh, to, to, to get all this. I, I do not, but I would be glad to give a phone number if I could do that. Okay. It's 864-607-7215. This is just a grassroots, uh, very quickly put together caravan. Very good. All right. I will uh, repeat all of that here while you're on the phone so that I don't get anything wrong here. But again, there is a caravan. Donna is organizing a caravan in support of uh, President Trump. This will be in Zirconia, North Carolina, just across the state line from South Carolina at 1130 Saturday morning. It'll start out at Roscoe Service Station on Highway 25 in Zirconia. It'll go through Hendersonville down Route 25 to Travelers Rest, Greenville, Easley, and Pickens. So a good part of the upstate covered there. Any rough idea, Donna, as to how long this will take? For some people, they may say, I'd love to take part, but I've got a dinner at such and such a time. Do you have any idea how long this will take? We are saying between 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock, and yeah. if anyone just wants to pick us up for a short drive anytime, we should be in Travelers Rest by about 12 45 um so okay. from 12 to 3 is the time we're saying all right very good well very very worthwhile thing and the fantastic and again uh donna has uh, given out her cell number which is uh, for further details 864-607-7215 uh and again that's, that's uh yeah uh, that that's a, that's a great idea, Donna, and you're to be commended for being actively involved. Good for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time and all you're doing for our community. Well, thank you very much. I do do appreciate your call there. So, uh, a caravan in support of the president that'll be taking place again on uh, Saturday, and uh, they're going to uh, gather at around 11:30 tomorrow morning at Roscoe's service station. That's on Highway 25 in Zirconia, North Carolina, just across the state line. It'll go uh, to Hendersonville, uh, down uh, Highway 25 to Travelers, rest to Greenville, Easley, and Pickens. So a sweep uh, through uh, portions of the uh, of the upstate there. And uh, they're estimating it will be done by about 3 p.m., but as she notes, uh, if you have time constraints, you can uh, slip into the caravan, and if you have to leave at a certain point, just uh, take a turn and head wherever you have to go. So... Uh, the support is clearly uh, out there and uh, people making it uh, known, making it manifest. Thank you, Donna, for uh, for sharing that information. That's the kind of, of grassroots activity that uh, you love to see. You really do. A uh, number of texters here texting away this afternoon here. Uh, uh, hi, Jim. What would happen if Biden decided not to go forward as a result of the Hunter issue? Uh, I, I tell you what, what, what would happen. Uh, pigs would fly. That's what would happen. <laughs> He's going forward. Okay. Would Harris take his place if this happened before any inauguration? Uh, Biden has wanted to be president for 32 years. He's going to be president. And he has been over backwards uh, for this, uh, well, failure of a child. And I, I do have sympathy for him as a parent. I really do. But uh, uh, he's he's going to be sworn in. That ain't going to happen. Uh, if but for some reason he had to step aside because of incapacitation or death, uh, then, uh, uh, see, at the, at the moment, he has not been officially certified as president-elect. That involves the Electoral College and counting of ballots by Congress. So at the moment, 
I'd have to look this up, but I don't think that, that constitutionally, and for that matter, in reality, he is necessarily considered the president-elect as such. Harris would take his place once the ticket has been certified, as I understand it. Uh, but again, that, that's, uh, like I said, you might as well ask what would happen if pigs fly. Uh, it ain't going to happen, okay? Uh, in fact, one interesting thing about the, the Hunter Biden thing, which we will get to at some point today, trust me, the Biden transition team brought it up. Now, the last thing they want to talk about right now is Hunter Biden's problems. Why did they bring it up? Very simple. Because they're worried. They are genuinely worried about this. The only reason you bring up something like this is to try and seize the initiative. You try to take the steam out of any charges that are forthcoming. Trust me, if they were not concerned about this investigation, if they were not concerned, they would never have brought it up. They are trying to take the steam out of this case. You do that only when you are really worried. So I find that most interesting of all about this entire thing is not that there's an investigation, to which my response would be, well, it's about time. No, my, my most interesting point is that the Biden team brought it up. They feel the story is out there and that even the mainstream media is going to have to eventually cover this and that they want to be ahead of it. Uh, and this, uh, this whole Russia disinformation thing ain't going to fly this time, folks. All right, Jimbo in for Bobby Mack, and here we are now at uh, 4.15. Stand by. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Afternoon, all. Thank you very much. Great chance to be sitting in today, two weeks before Christmas, and glad that you are aboard this afternoon as we check out what's happening at the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. 71307. Uh, Texter says, a caller talking about the Texas case. I'd say a valid point could be made around voter disenfranchisement with Pennsylvania allowing fraudulent activity that violates their own state law. True. Those Pennsylvania electoral votes offset and disenfranchise the voters of Texas and other states. I would buy your argument. I don't think the courts will. I don't think they will say that Texas or any of these other states have standing 
in the states in question. Uh, again, I don't always agree with what the courts say involves standing. For my way of thinking, if you're a, a voter, a taxpayer, and a citizen, you should have standing in an awful lot of cases. The courts don't. I'm not saying that, that uh, what you are putting forward, Texter, is wrong. I'm saying I don't think it will prevail. Texter says, uh, Jimbo, Charlie from Piedmont here. I really think that the Biden team is planning on getting rid of sleepy old Joe so they can install Commie Harris as the new president. Well, it's a free country, and you are certainly allowed to think that. I will think it when I see any indication of it. Uh, he's putting together a team that totally ignores the Democrats' left wing. Trust me on this. Uh, Bernie Sanders... Uh, Pocahontas Warren, the squad, are not happy at all with Joe Biden right now. He is picking a bunch of old-line establishment Democrats. And uh, if anybody is, is pulling puppet strings on Biden, that's who it is. Uh, this is going to be a third Obama term by every indication. So uh, if, in fact, uh, someone's planning on dumping Joe, they certainly aren't doing a very good job of showing it so far. Uh, and don't forget that if a new president came aboard, if you have already confirmed all of these cabinet picks, those picks stay. And, and any any change that a, a President uh, uh, Harris would have to make, she'd have to resubmit the names. They would have to get through a Senate that at at worst, uh, for uh, at best for Democrats, would be barely Democratic and probably uh, will be slightly Republican. So uh, if this is all a big plot to make uh, Kamala Harris president, they're really going about it wrong. Interesting. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Texter says, I was in the grocery store today and walked past a magazine rack and saw a magazine with Biden's face on the front of it. I couldn't resist the urge to flip the bird, wishing it was actually Biden seeing it with his own eyes. I put a different magazine in front of it. <laughs> yeah, what was a Time magazine made Biden and Harris the persons of the year? Something like that. Okay. Texter says, welcome back, Jimbo. Now we can address mayonnaise or peanut butter again. Probably not. That's sort of a little Thanksgiving thing that we bring up here. Let's see here. Hey, Jimbo, double-check me on the Constitution. When a state sues another state, there's only one court to hear the case, the Supreme Court. Uh, yes, in terms, that's why the Texas lawsuit is going straight to the Supreme Court. So to your earlier caller, the texter continues, the Texas suit can only be heard in the Supreme Court. There isn't a lower court to hear the case. Uh, that is true. That is true. If you you if a state a state uh, file suit against another state, as I understand it, yes, you do uh, you do go directly to the Supreme Court. I believe I would have to to go back and read that again, which I've done many many times, but just haven't I guess memorized it quite enough here. Texter says, Jimbo, it seems pretty clear that even yourself agrees that four of the 50 independent states broke their own laws. Yes, which I will outline here shortly. Therefore, breaking the regulations of the U.S. Constitution for a federal election. I don't know the extent to which uh, that, in fact, reasoning would have followed. Uh, I, I would buy it, but I'm not a Supreme Court justice, not an attorney. The texture goes on to say the U.S. Supreme Court exists to uphold the Constitution. That is all. Well, that's all it uh, it should be there for. Of course, in this day and age, the Supreme Court justices have taken it upon themselves to be lifetime tenured unelected legislators. But you're correct as to what the Supreme Court is supposed to exist for. The texture continues. If the justices do not hear this 
and uphold the U.S. Constitution. We are lawless and a banana republic. I'd prefer to live reckless and free than safety as a slave. Too many sheep in our society, not enough sheep dogs. Uh, S.C. Duke. Okay. Uh, well, I can't uh, fault uh, what you're saying, although I'm not sure, quite sure uh, beyond calling them names. Uh, we, we would be, in my view, lawless. That, that is true. But, but here we are. Texter says, re Sean's comments, one of the callers we had earlier, I can't understand why any American can just shrug and say Biden won. The Dems clearly cheated, and we must fight for our country just as our forefathers did. We can never stand down. The Texas case states that because of the cheating in battleground states, voters in the other states were disenfranchised. That's the dog Texas and the rest of us have in the damned fight. Uh, I don't know that Sean was saying that we can just shrug and say Biden won. I'm not shrugging. I am all for continuing the battle. What I am saying is I'm not going to sit here and pretend. And uh, the idea that I can sit here and ignore what we're seeing and pretend that this is a winning fight, I don't think so. I don't. That doesn't mean it isn't worth fighting. It is. It is. But I just don't pe- think people should be getting uh, to the point of uh, of saying uh, this uh, this is doable. Probably not. I mean, if I were making book on this, I would uh, I would not vote in favor of Donald Trump at this time because I don't think that's the way it's going. The courts are making themselves clearer and clearer. It would be helpful if the president had won as much as one case. He has yet to win a case anywhere. And there are only three federal lawsuits still out, one in Arizona, two in Wisconsin, and one of those uh, the president just lost, and that is being appealed to the state Supreme Court of, uh, of Wisconsin. I'm merely noting, and I think that this is probably what Sean was saying, not that we just shrug and go on, but that we face reality. Well, I am all for fighting it out, but uh, things are not looking good. And I don't think as an honest talk show host I can just sit here and play uh, pretend that everything is hunky-dory because everything is not at this juncture hunky-dory. And uh, for what it's worth, we uh, we pass this along to you this afternoon. Uh, lots of things to, to talk about today, which we will get to. Uh, the Durham probe, according to some reports now, is, is not through. Uh, you've heard of the old phrase, too little, too late. Well... You can certainly argue that, and obviously President Trump has been arguing about this entire thing about Hunter Biden too little, too, little, uh, too late, even though there is uh, uh, a, a standing protocol within the Justice Department to not uh, announce cases that uh, could taint an election until you actually have the goods, that is to say a, a conviction in court. Uh, and uh, the president should probably have moved to, to take that out uh, if uh, if in, of the, uh, the the Justice Department rules, uh, if he uh, had wanted to do so, but he did not. So uh, things are are at the moment uh, moving ahead on the Durham front. Uh, soon enough to make any difference, probably not, and that's unfortunate. But it is, for the record, apparently moving forward. Jimbo for Bobby Mack, and the time is four twenty nine. Afternoon, all, and thank you for being with us today. Here it is on a Friday, the 11th, and it is now 24 minutes before 5 p.m. For those who are uh, still clock watching and uh, rush hour fighting, uh, your time is approaching here at uh, 1063 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Oh, by the way, get set for the great coronavirus baby boom. Huh? Last March, 
this whole thing started, closing things down, shutting things up, forced staying at home, boredom. What do people do when they're bored? Get set for the great coronavirus baby boom, my friends. Can't be that far away. Cannot be that far away. All right. It's uh, good to have you with us this afternoon. The Ingalls Advantage talk line is here for you to yak through at uh, 1-800-347-1063. 1-800-347-1063. And the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. 71307. Here's Carl in Gaffney. Good afternoon, Carl. Hey, how are you doing, Jim? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, look, uh, you know, I'm listening to the station and as normal, and there's this thing on the news about, you know, the police are after some guy who robbed a convenience store, and they're all, you know, they got the hounds out and everything. You know, what, you, you grab the loaf of bread or something. Meanwhile, the Democrats stole our country. Okay, where, where's the law enforcement here? This was rampant fraud. Those machines were owned by the Chinese Communist Party, the Dominion voting machines. They bought the machines a month before the election. They own Hollywood. They own the mainstream media. This is people need to start stop thinking this was not a Democrat versus Republican thing. This was the Chinese Communist Party versus America. If Biden gets inaugurated, they've taken over our country. You know they're doing joint maneuvers in Canada with the Canadian military. So here's what I'm saying. I don't understand why. It, look, law enforcement's not going to do anything. Bill Barr is a Bush family plant. He's not going to do anything. It's we need we got seventy four million of us. Why don't ten or twenty of us, you know, million, like the Battle of Kings Mountain, why don't we just occupy Washington DC and prevent the inauguration? Okay. That's what the left would do. We saw what the left would do. They burn down cities, burn down courthouses, burn down police stations. What what are we doing? We're just sitting there, armchair patriots. We need to occupy the city of Washington DC, bring enough food for a couple of weeks. Just don't allow the inauguration to happen. They surround the Supreme Court, surround the Capitol. You know, the Sons of Liberty, our ancestors, the, the patriots of the Battle of Kings Mountain, everyone should go up to Kings Mountain and study that battle, okay? You know, they would have already dragged people out the streets and had them tarred and feathered and stuff. They'd have been kidnapping these governors and secretaries of state and all this stuff and getting forced confessions from them on video and getting them to sign, you know, admitting the fraud. Someone needs to impound those voting machines. Someone needs to impound those fraudulent ballots. That's what federal agents, federal marshals for. So I don't care about some guy robbing a convenience store who's out of a job because of the Democratic COVID restrictions. I, I care. Where's law enforcement when we need them? This is fraud. This is a hostile foreign takeover of our government. Well, I'll tell you, uh, good luck on, on pulling something like that off because uh, the, uh, the lot of you would wind up, of course, in federal prison. That's okay. They can't arrest all of us. First thing we should do is stop paying taxes. All of us need to just stop paying taxes, stop paying our fines and fees. Okay, there's there's one law for the rich and the elites and another for us. Okay, we figured that out. So there is no law. If, it, if the Supreme Court won't take this case, then there is no Constitution. There is no law and order, and we don't need to follow it anymore. We don't need to be the, the sucker peasants that are doing, you know, uh, following the rules, following the law, and they none of these people. Comey didn't go to jail. Hillary didn't get. They all break the law. They break the Constitution. Nothing happens to these people. It's it's over, and it can be peaceful. I'm not saying we have to do anything violent. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take over the the nation's capital peacefully. 
What what happens when uh, when uh, the the police try to stop you? I'm just curious, Carl, about the 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 practical applications of all this. Well, they can't arrest all of us. There ain't enough room in all the prisons. They can't. That's the thing. Some of us are gonna have to sacrifice. What did our founding fathers? They sacrificed their lives, their fortunes. Okay, their sacred honor. What, what are we? What are we willing to take? Yes, yeah, someone's going to get beat up. Someone's going to arrest with Someone might even get shot. But if enough of us show up, ten million just block the city, block the roads, block the bridges in and out. Nothing comes in. Nothing comes out. Just shut it down. We have to be heard. We have to be seen. It's clearly not going to happen at the ballot box. Well, I can only tell you that uh, again. Uh, you're going to have to find your 10 or 20 million, first of all, and uh, then you're going to have to find enough people who are prepared to, to do that. And I would point this out that at this juncture, we do not know the full extent of voter fraud. We don't know that, in fact, uh, there's enough fraud that took place that, in fact, actually lost the election. There was a lot of it, and it should be we found, and the people we responsible should be, be prosecuted. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't know. I would like to find out. I certainly would like to find out. Well, we there, you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows, okay? We know what Well, that's happens. a nice cliche, Carl, we but I'm not sure that it's the basis for the kind of action you're talking about. Of course it is. We're going to lose our entire country. China, Joe Biden, is owned by the, by the Communist Party of China. Okay? He owes them money. Okay, They own him, his brother, his son. And Kamala Harris. We don't know the Kamala. full extent of that relationship. And while it's an unsavory relationship and there may be law violations, and I'd like to know exactly what it is, uh, again, uh, to make a flat-out statement that they own him, I we don't really know that. Well, it's on the laptop. We <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Probably. I mean, we don't know exactly what's on that laptop. I'd like to know more. There, there could very well be uh, things that approach what you just said. You're well, absolutely correct. I would like to know more about we what's on that Russian. laptop. We saw the Russian collusion thing, did we not, Jim? We know what these people Well, the Russian collusion thing, of course, turned out to be something that an awful lot of people believed, and it was full of nonsense. I mean, there was nothing there. Right. And now I would point out that apparently uh, some of those who push that Russian collusion story may still wind up being prosecuted. You can argue not soon enough, but still being prosecuted by... Uh, uh, U.S. Attorney John Durham, who's been made a special prosecutor now, uh, again. Yeah, right. Like he's going to do anything. He, he well, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll see. I don't know. Look, the the point is this: the government in the United States fears the left, but they don't fear the right. Okay, clearly, that's why they're going Biden here. But in my opinion, okay, I think there's enough of us out there. We know what happened. We know what they did to the president with the FISA court and all. Look, they violated the Constitution, the breaking law, the FBI held on to the laptop for a year. We, we, we know who these people are and what they're capable of. What, but what are we going to do about it? Because this evidence you keep saying, again, watch that movie The Patriot. There's always the, the planter class, right, that doesn't want to give up their social position in the hierarchy. And like, well, no, no, come on, we can do this peacefully and all this. Hey, they're coming for you, too. So you got these cushy talks. You just got through saying that it, was, it would be peaceful. I mean, would it or wouldn't it? Well, I mean, of course, that's what I'm saying. But we all know how it might go as, as well. What I'm saying is, what are you willing to sacrifice? 
the, the talk show class, okay, all they care about is golfing on the weekend with their rhino buddies. And, you know, we, we love you guys, but at the end of the day, you're well off and you don't care. But we, the working poor here, the middle class, the, the peasants, okay, it's time for us to be heard. And you know what? We want peace, but the bottom line is if you study history, you know, Hillsdale College, all these people, they love to talk about history and everything. You study history. Problems were only solved through violence, okay? Slavery didn't, wouldn't end through talking. It ended through violence, unfortunately. That's the ugly truth, is at the end of the day, there's probably going to have to be violence, and people need to start being prepared for that because this is, in a way, Well, I mean, obviously, uh, the many, many, apparently there are those who are, in fact, getting prepared for it, Carl. We're take a break here, but I, I appreciate your thoughts, and I understand your sentiments. Uh, where that would go, I think, is uh, is highly questionable. 1-800-347-1063, the Ingalls Advantage talk line. Jimbo in for Bobby Mack today, and the time is 15 minutes before 5 p.m. Welcome back in this afternoon at uh, now 10 minutes before 5 p.m. The uh, basis, of course, for the Texas Attorney General's lawsuit is that these four states is demonstrably true. Uh, if you've not followed this, let's just go down the states. Pennsylvania. The Secretary of State of Pennsylvania unilaterally abrogated signature verification requirements for mail-in ballots. He doesn't have the authority to do that. That was a requirement made into law. The Secretary... He took it anyway. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court changed the existing deadline for receiving mail-in ballots from 8 p.m. Election Day to three days later, and adopted a presumption that non-postmarked ballots should be considered as valid. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court had no authority. Election officials in Philadelphia and Allegheny counties, Pennsylvania, did not follow state law permitting poll watchers to be present for the opening, counting, and recording of mail-in ballots. Another violation. The Secretary of State of Pennsylvania directed election officials to remove ballots before 7 a.m. on the day of the election in order to cure defective mail-in ballots. That, by the way, was done only in Democrat-majority counties. Oh, this one was good. Election officials did not segregate ballots after 8 p.m. on election day. The promise they made to the U.S. Supreme Court, he had that is what they would do, and they did not. Now, where's the U.S. Supreme Court on that? Well, the answer is, of course, remarkably silent in that regard. Uh, evidence of fraud, ballots with no mailed date, 9,005, no evidence they were sent to a voter. Ballots returned on or before the mail date, 58,221. Ballots returned one day after the mail date, 51,200. Uh, in the mail and have it returned the next day, you think? Ever worked with the the U.S. Postal Service? Don't think so. Don't think so. On Pennsylvania, million ballots have been. At election time, with literally no reasonable chance of them being used by legitimate voters. These are real facts. 
and they are part of the Texas election lawsuit. That's just for Pennsylvania. Uh, unilaterally abrogated signature verification requirements for ballots. Didn't have the authority to do that. The Secretary of State of Georgia authorized opening and processing mail-in ballots up to three weeks before the election day, when the law prohibits that, until after the polls open on election day. Again, the Secretary of State of Georgia materially weakened the security requirements for ballot rejection based on signature verification. To do that. In Georgia, the mail-in ballot rejection rate for missing or inaccurate information or for non-matching signatures decreased the rejection rate from 6.5% in 2016 to one-third of 1% 1 in 2020. All of a sudden, they're all just hunky-dory. Uh, this is, is, is really bizarre. Uh, rejecting 2020 ballots at the same rate as 2016 would have resulted in a net gain of uh, over 25,000 votes for Trump, twice the number needed to overcome Joe Biden's lead. With a focus on the number of mail-in ballots, reason would indicate that the rejection rate should increase or at least stay the same with first-time mail-in ballots. Michigan. The Secretary of Michigan, you that be a common thread. Are they all taught this? The Secretary of State of Michigan sent out unsolicited ballots to all seven registered voters, contrary to election law that requires a voter to request a mail-in ballot through a process that includes a signature to be matched with the voter registration. The Secretary of State of Michigan also got absentee ballots to be requested online without signature verification. Again, illegal. Local officials in Wayne County, Michigan, containing 332,000 more ballots for Biden and Trump, opened and processed mail-in ballots without poll watchers present. Illegal. It goes on. Local election officials. a written statement or stamp on each ballot envelope indicating that the voter's signature was in fact checked and verified with the signature on file with the state. Didn't happen. It was illegal. Over 174,000 mail-in Balanced, where the number of people who checked in did not match the number of ballots. Uh, that takes care of voting. The Election Commission positioned hundreds of unmanned illegal drop boxes to collect absentee ballots. The use of any drop box, manned or unmanned, is directly prohibited by Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin ballots cast in contravention of the result of any election, according to the law. 
the Wisconsin Election Commission encouraged voters to unlawfully declare themselves indefinitely confined security measures like signature verification and photo ID requirements. Nearly 216,000 Wisconsin voters said they were indefinitely uh, confined in the 2020 election, four times as many as in 2016. And uh, there are, there's more. I will, uh, I'll continue with them. Jimbo for Bobby Mack, and it's now three minutes before five. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh. 